Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's great to have all of you continuing to turn us on. Tune us in. Uh, you are listening to the Dr. Pacho, and that's me. I'm so thrilled uh, to be chatting with all of you. Uh, I want to say thank you all for your support of our new show, Power Up Radio, and we are moving it. Um, it uh, was scheduled to be on Thursdays. I'm not sure if we're going to, Kat, are we doing an encore today? I'm not sure if we're doing that um, or not, uh, but we are going to be moving the show. And so one of you has asked that we move the show to a time that is, that is later in the day, either in the evening. And actually, I've got a couple of requests to move it to the weekend. So I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about a, a weekend. I think in 15 years, I've never done a weekend show. Is that true? Let me think about that for a minute. No, I think I maybe did one. But we are expanding our network to live shows on the weekend in 2020. Uh, so maybe this will be one way to kick it off. Uh, inspired by that show and my very special guest today, Gina Ferrara, is joining me here for a reason. Because there's something that happens when you get inspired by women, by each other, by people. Uh, you just heard Jen Zellup join us here, was talking about something near and dear to her heart. And that's really what the network has evolved into. It's evolved into this place where hearts connect and minds expand. And that's what I love about it. Um, but sometimes you come across people that are fired up in kind of the way you're fired up about life. <laughs> get, a little, get a little cranky about it, maybe. Today, mastering midlife mindset. How to make the rest of, the, rest of your life the best of your life with my very special guest, as I said, Gina Ferrara. But here's the thing, creator, host of Feminine Roadmap. That's a podcast, CEO of Warrior Women Live. Uh, think about that, Warrior Women. Say that out loud. Say I'm a warrior woman out loud, try that. Uh, whether you know her from her work of what she does, whether you know her from her speaking, her, her podcast, her radio show, uh, whether you know about her life and her past and her you know, coaching phenomena, you know one thing for sure, that this is about navigating the journey and not doing it alone, but taking somebody that can help us along the way. That's, it's, for me, it's help us stand as tall as we possibly can in the moment that we're in. That's what I think that this is about. You know, in the past, Gina, I've been a little reluctant to take on controversial topics. Uh, it's not that I've been reluctant. They just weren't, I wasn't fired up about it. Right. Right. I think I went through this period like many of us went through the period of transformation mm -hmm. where we thought that the way to go through transformation was a very esoteric perspective. 
And I was doing a show with Jen Zellup, and it was a show talking about Christianity, because that really is what her message is about. And she was asking the question, what's, she was saying, what's our problem? Mm-hmm. Like she was asking us, what's our problem? What's our problem? And we got into a conversation. And I found myself quoting the Bible, which I've not done in a long, long time, but I know it. And I found myself talking about things that I was fired up about. Mm -hmm. But the thing that I think about is this. We were meant here to do things. We were given the capacity, right? Yes. Not at age 20. Right. Or 30. But somehow we think, wait a minute, I'm now like hitting a crest. Mm -hmm. And then once I get in the crest and I go over the wave... It's going to be sweet. Mm -hmm. That's why we're doing this show today. What would you say in all the work you're doing, Mm -hmm. all your vast years of experience, what is the challenge for us? You know, what have we kind of surrendered to that has us think we've run out of gas? You you know what, Dr. Pat? First of all, (laughs) thanks for allowing me to share my passion on your show because it is so important that we as women have this conversation. It's very important because what it comes down to is what happens between my ears and between your ears. It's the stories we believe, the stories we've been told, and the stories we continue to tell ourselves. That is where it all, that's where everything starts. That's where everything ends. If I believe that at 50, my life is over, my, my life is going to follow that path because my belief is driving the train. Yeah. Do you know that now, uh, th- this was an interesting th- question I asked a couple of people before today's show. We, we right, used to think that if we're going to get like 40-ish, right, 40-ish into our 40-ish, right? That that kind of there. You know, we started to have these weird vibes about our careers. My friend's daughter told me, and this is the quote. She says, that's an outdated view, Pat. And I, I thought I was going to get some good news, right? Like, oh, now it's 50. She said, no, it's like 30. 30. Wow. If you haven't achieved a... a, a level of corporate success at 30. You're invisible. She said, it's not that you're going to be at the top of your game. Like this is her language. It's not that you're at the top of your game, Mm -hmm. but if you're not, if you're not, if you're not showing up as somebody that somebody's paying attention to, she said, it's like Hollywood. Interesting. You're going to be put over here in the only the movies she said, this is her, this is like a third, this is like a 30. She all going to be put, this is, you only going to be put in the movies for older people. Mm-hmm. I just looked at her and I said, well, what do you make of me? She says, this is what you're talking about. She says, you know, Patty, chronologically, you may represent a certain generation, but she said, mentally, you are a child at heart. And I thought, Isn't that what we're talking about? Mm -hmm. If somebody didn't celebrate my birthday every year, I I couldn't tell you my age. As for a long time, I was celebrating the wrong age of my birthday (laughs) till somebody pointed out that I had a major birthday coming up. And I'm like, no, I don't. So let's talk about mindset from your perspective. 
All right, let's talk about mindset because what ends up happening, what you're talking about, Pat, and what your friend's daughter is talking about is when the culture begins to impress upon us our value, our relevance, our viability in the world around us. And somehow we believe that they get to tell us how relevant and viable and valuable we are in the world around us. They, we literally buy into that. And we have media. We have magazines. People love to talk about magazines, but those girls are 14 years old, right? And so you're talking about models in their 20s being outdated in that world. You know, they're, they're beyond their peak at 23, 25. They have to fight hard just to make it to 30 to be relevant. So this, this idea of aging, actually, depending on the, the lane you're driving in, it's different, right? What you and I are doing, you and I are choosing to step outside of the norm, step outside of that corporate mindset and saying, there's nothing that's going to stop me from being the person that I'm created to be with the purpose that I have, with the passion that I have. And I will find a way to have my voice be heard because I know there are women out there that are suffering under this false belief that their life is over. I was telling you before we uh, got on the air that I've been a makeup artist for over 30 years. That's another part of my life. Mm -hmm. And I have had thousands of conversations with women who are terrified of their 40th and 50th birthdays. <sighs> I've had women in their 20s holding their eyes back and saying, do you see these wrinkles? And I said, wrinkles? You're 23. Those I are know. called lines. So your face moves kind of like an elbow crease. Like we're so obsessed with with the thing that keeps us from being who we're meant to be pat because this line this chronological line this birthday thing i love birthdays i'll celebrate them till the day i die <laughs> <laughs> i don't mind celebrating them but i don't have to know like why is it important that i even remember my age but you know even after that it still didn't change who i was you know what this woman said to me i want you to comment on this because you you talked about being a makeup artist so you know about what i'm about to say i think you're going to relate to more than most people listening yes so i asked her i said well where do you see yourself now do you see your game changing or something i think i can't remember I think I paraphrased or something like, are you in a game changing mode now? Do you see things changing? Because she was talking about her age group. She says, you know, now that you mentioned it, you know how I know that my game is changing where I'm now moving into some other view of myself. I said, no, I'm just a beautiful woman, successful woman, right? Really goes to China, the whole thing. I said, no. She says, I, I have to buy a different bra. <laughs> okay, that, that when somebody says that to you, you're thinking, I said, oh, like what? Like a bigger bra or like, you know, are you getting a boob job? Like <laughs> what, what kind of thing? I need more support now. And I'm thinking, oh my God. I said, okay. I said, by the way, I know the woman that owns the healthy bra company. If you really want a good bra, I'll send you over to her. But that wasn't the point. This was like a sad moment. Like that was identifying her beauty, right? Like if I don't look a certain way, if my boobs don't do a certain thing, then I'm no longer attractive. But here's the question that I ask thousands of women. Okay, so you want to be unhappy that you're turning 30, 40, 50. 
life expectancy is pushing into the 80s and sometimes the 90s. Are you really going to be unhappy for the rest of your life for 40 years, 50 <laughs> years? Think about that. Like you may not have even lived half of your life yet, but you're already planning in between your ears that, oh, my life is over. What are you going to do for the next 40 years? Eat bonbons and cry in your soup? Like what? what is that? Like when do we take it back and say, I don't really care what society says. I'm going to find a way to show up for me. And when I show up for me, I actually show another woman how to show up for herself. But think, look at us, right? Two of us, right? Your feminine roadmap, right? Yes. Your podcast. Look at me. 15 years, crust busting your way to an awesome life was the original name of the show. And man, it was a show about firing people up. And then the show name changed. We still fire people up. But Power Up Radio is bringing crust busting to a more global level. But your show must have been something in the evolution of you. If we're looking at this, this mindset thing, midlife, there must have been something in you that put a firecracker under your butt to really move ahead. What was that? It was really being in the beauty industry for so long. And I joined the beauty industry late. I actually did a little, um, I tiptoed in modeling a little bit. And then I realized I was either too fat or too small, which, you know, how can you be both of those? And I, <laughs> and I realized somebody said, you should try it. And I was like, you know, I don't want to try it. That's just not where I wanted to put myself. So it, when it came to the makeup side of things, when you spend time with people who make money with their looks, they're so insecure because all they are are their looks. And I kept thinking, I would put a normal woman, if you would say, someone not famous, someone who doesn't have the resources of a, a star, and they need the same thing. There's not much that divides us as people. No. As women. And no. so what put a fire under my butt was I was sick and tired of having this conversation. Of course yeah. I would like to always look good and have this great body, but yeah. I'm actually not willing to spend three hours in the gym a day. I know this about myself. So what I thought was I need to create a resource. I need a place where I can speak my truth. I know other women feel it because I've talked to thousands of them. And this podcast is going to be two things. It's going to be a resource for women to help them navigate these challenges and changes. And it's going to go beyond beauty and aging and menopause. It's going to go into caregiving. It's going to go into self-care. It's going to go into mindset. It's going to talk about you as a whole person, not just a person who has an image that you're trying to maintain. And two, it gives me the opportunity to bring women and men onto my program who have that message, who become the resource, who have something to say, and they need a platform to get their voice heard. Absolutely. That's what Feminine Roadmap is. Well, look at what we're talking about. I mean, <laughs> something, something sparked this year. There's something in the end. Okay, so my astrologer would say, Pat, you're a quadruple Sagittarius. This year, Jupiter came home to Sagittarius. So fasten your seatbelt. She told me this last November. Yeah. And I looked at her and I said, really? Okay. But she was right in a lot of ways, right? Of course, the network is growing. Our technology is almost finished, all of that. We have a brand new app on our phone that's really cool. It's almost AI. People can subscribe. I mean, it's the coolest thing. But that's not it. And it was fascinating. I was sitting, getting my hair done, right, mm -hmm. uh, the other day. 
And the woman next to me, the woman next to me had to be, I don't know, but clearly she was more senior and really a blast. I know I see her a lot. Says to me, you know, that's a brilliant idea. And I said, okay. She said, I wish I would have done what you're doing to cover my gray the way you're covering your gray. And my hairdresser looked at her and says, uh, Pat actually is brunette and has very little gray. And the woman looked at me and said, why in the heck would you go to that trouble and money? And I thought, <laughs> I thought, here we are. I never thought about it. I never thought I do this because it's fun. I've been a brunette all my life. There's no question about it. You, you know, when my hair grows out, everybody loves when it grows out because I look like I'm naturally, what do you call that? Salt uh, pepper? Yeah. But I don't have a lot of gray and I don't do this to cover up the gray, but I never thought of that perspective. So now my mindset, right? Right. Now it's like, oh, do people think I do? But let's talk about how that's small compared to how else we tell ourselves things that limit us. Well, I want to go back talk to about the, it. Yeah, I want to go back to the fact that you said, look at the technology that you are developing, the things that you were doing on the radio, the things that you were doing on the internet, the things that you were doing on an app, the things that you were doing on a phone. Most people would relegate that kind of impact on the world to someone under 30. When you read magazines, when you listen to articles, people forget that huh. people are people. Huh. You and I are growing, we're changing, we're navigating, we're gaining experience and knowledge, hopefully. And it's not to say we're better than someone under 30, but we sure as heck have a whole lot more stuff under our belt, more tools, more resources, more knowledge. So when we talk about these little things like the color of our hair, the shape of our breasts, the, the, the bags under our eyes, whatever it is that we feel self-conscious about, I want to know where the contract is that you and I signed <laughs> that said we were going to be a 20-year-old to the day we died. Show it to me. I don't remember signing that contract. <laughs> but yet we have a mindset that has signed that contract. And that's where yep. I get fired up because we have got to stand up against that because the power of a woman who is confident in her own skin and pursuing her dreams whatever her hair color whatever her dress size is really what matters but we keep going back to these things that the that the world tells us for example so right now there's a huge push in the aging world on instagram to, <laughs> to embrace your gray to what right? yeah yeah there's a huge movement. The, you know, there's body positivity. Now, the body positivity is under about 30, to be completely honest. <laughs> it is. The gray is a certain type of woman, a smaller, more model-like body. So we're still not having the conversation about the validity of a woman who might be fuller figured and gray. There's, there's still that. Yeah, no, we're that, not. 
the smaller that you are, the more attractive and viable that you are. Yeah, now I'm yeah. 5'11", <laughs> proportionate to my height. I will never, ever, ever be a small person. It's not possible. I look like a tower in all photos, no joke. <laughs> and, and sometimes it bothers me, but at what point do we stop and say, why does this matter? Yeah, I think we have to stop by the action we take. So let me talk about an action that you and I are taking right now. And it may not seem like a thing to anybody that's watching on Facebook or listening to the show. It may not seem like a thing. So my buddy who owns another network, you know, I, I have, I partner with other networks. I don't see them as competitors. I see them as partners because if there's something we don't do, I'm going to send you over to him. Right. We don't do a sports channel, Right. Not right. to say we won't, but we don't. So I send you over there. So one of my other buddies, when I was saying to him, I was saying, listen, we're, we're in the process of building a video studio as we move into our new space and our video studio. And, and I said, yeah, and, you know, really accelerate the Facebook Live and the Instagram Live. And he said something to me like, really? And I said, yeah, I think it's kind of exciting because our, I said, and I go to tell him. And so here I'm, I'm, I th I'm really excited. I'm like, uh, and we have these lower thirds and cats looking at a new broadcast interface with graphics. And we have a database back end that people can type their information in and we could actually post it. He says, no, that's not what I mean. I said, well, what do you mean? He said, don't women of your age really want to stay behind the microphone and not get in front of the camera? Of your age. Oh, I like Oh, that. my God. Did you, I, did you come unglued? <laughs> I was like, I was, I, uh, so to paraphrase, to paraphrase, better O'Rourke, WTF. Right? Right. right. Like, and there's the mindset. Like, how, so how old do you think I am? Like, then, okay, but look what happens, because we need to talk about this today. So then, what do I do? Subconsciously, I'm telling Kat, Kat's our producer, Benny and Kat are here. So I'm thinking maybe we need to get more broadcast videos that don't show so much of us. See that one seed. Now, what I want you to talk about are the millions of seeds, advertising, radio, television, that mm -hmm. we as women take in our consciousness and we don't have a way to get rid of them. But that's the work you do. That is the work that I do. And the number one thing in any kind of change you and I make, Dr. Pat, is awareness. Yeah. You and I are bringing awareness to an issue. Now, we're not complaining about the issue. We're not just going on and on about how oppressed we are. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about becoming aware of what I say to and about myself. Mm. Yeah. Or to and about yeah. another woman. Yeah. Because you see, when I say something about you or I judge you for your looks, I'm really just reflecting a mirror of how I feel about myself. Yeah. So the reality is we have the outside external things that are being told to us, maybe in your upbringing, because in some families, you know, they're really, I have a, a family that I know where appearances are the top thing, period. End of story. And I watch them struggle because you cannot possibly live up to that standard, which, by the way, Dr. Pat, do you know of an entire culture of people who are identical 
in their dimension, in their breast size, in their hip size, in their waist size. You could line up 10 supermodels right now and not one of them would look like another one. Yet we call them all the most beautiful woman in the world. Yeah. You know, this is funny we're talking about this because we need to help each other as women. Yes. This is why for me, you, you know, so Jessica and Linda, so so let's just talk about age for a minute. Let's talk about age. I like this conversation. And I'm, pro I'm probably not going to get Carter right, uh, Carter on the show. And I, I think I'm close about Benny, but I'm probably not going to get Carter's age right because I don't ask these people their ages, right? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I know Jessica's because I, I, I was selling. Actually, I don't know Jessica's age. I know her birthday. But people, when they meet our team, and so I want to go and talk about a little reverse discrimination deal, if we could for a moment. When I introduce my team, and, and now, I, uh, uh, I hope Jessica's not listening, but, but now it's not as bad, right? It's, it's not as bad. But when we would go to events or even today, and I bring my team along, the age range on our team, the age ranges on our team. Carter, I know I'm not going to get this right. 22-ish, 23-ish, 70. And in between. And like all in between. Yeah. And so when we show up and I introduce Jessica as the head of our entire production, the genius behind our technology, all of that, they look at that and their comments usually are, because they're looking at her age. Yeah. The comments are usually something like, wow, you must be something super, right? Super right. special. And when you push them on it, they look at her and they, she's pretty young. So we have this weird thing that goes on where you're too old, you're too young, you're in the middle, so you're pretty much lost, and that's today. That's this midlife mindset. You're, yes. you're, you're too young over here, you're too old over here, and if you're in the middle, you're totally lost because you can't figure out what you've done in your past to have gotten here, and you certainly are not gonna make sense on where you're going, so you might as well just hang it up. When we come back from break, there is no hanging up going to happen now because Gene is going to tell us what it is you need to hear from both of us, right? I didn't start living my life. I did not start living my life the way that I love living it now until I crossed the threshold, an age threshold, and you'll hear what it is. And it seems like every decade that I cross another threshold, I do something even more in line with my passion. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. Golden Otter Divinations Radio, where the metaphysical meets the mainstream with Autumn Seibel. Tune in the first Friday every month at 9 a.m. Pacific as Autumn, educator, health coach, and medium, explores metaphysical and mainstream strategies on how to elevate your level of conscious living. Draw in the abundance that is yours by divine right. For more information about working with Autumn, visit goldenotter.us. That's golden like the precious metal and otter like the precious animal.us. Are you searching? Looking for a sign? A message you need to hear? From the great unknown? From the most mysterious place? 
that is the most familiar to your soul in the depths of who you are. The universe puts someone here to talk to, someone God gave a blessing to that you may find insight with. TheAngelLady.net, 1-800-323-1790. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit thetruthisfunny.com. To find answers to life's questions, you need to look within yourself. Dr. Glenna Rice brings your questionable conversations on Transformation Talk Radio each month. Tune in each month for insight into how you can live up to your full potential. Dr. Glenna is a physical therapist, certified access consciousness, and access body class facilitator. How does it get any better than this? For more information on Dr. Glenna Rice and her work, visit GlennaRice.com. being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to TransformationRadio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. I love this. Mastering Midlife Mindset. Gina, before before we really talk about, like, what are we going to do about it, right? Otherwise, it's just talk, talk, talk. Yep. But this is your career. This is your life. You help women, right? Yes. Before we do that, three things. How can people work with you? How can they find out about your podcast? And let's give your website and social media and anything else you'd like to give folks. Awesome. So if you want to work with me, you can head on over to www.ginarfarrar, F is in Frank, A-R-R-A-R.com. I have a special for your listeners. They get a 30-minute laser-focused mindset call, and there's a link that we'll be putting in the show notes that will take them directly to that page. But if they, if they want to go first, it's there. It's on Dr. Pat MMM. Um, also, uh, my podcast feminine roadmap is on itunes google play spotify podbean and stitcher you can find me anywhere and you can also follow me on instagram under feminine roadmap 
or Gina underscore R underscore Farrar. I'm also on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. And then uh, feminineroadmap.com too, no? Oh, yes. www.feminineroadmap.com. All of the episodes are there. There's links to all of the show and the show notes. So if there's someone you really like, you can actually find their resources in the show notes. I love it. Okay. So during the first part of the show, mm. we were talking about the scenarios. Let's, I just call them scenarios because I don't really want to put any weight on them. Yes. You know, I call them scenarios. Yes. They're different perspectives. Uh, look, I studied perspective and, and perception for 10 years as it relates to broken promises. Mm. And I will tell you that there are broken promises that we promises we make to ourselves. And when we cannot keep them for whatever reason, we do view them as impactful. But the question really is, here we are. There's got to be something we can do to help women so that each and every one of us realize that we are at a place where we're never going to be done. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> we're on a journey. This is a process. It's, you, there is no finish line technically until we're gone. Yeah. So it's like ground control to Major Tom. Ground <laughs> control to Major Tom. Are you listening? Because this is where we have to really say, I'm going to ask everybody listening, all the women listening, and for the men that are listening, if you know a woman in your life, this also applies for you. Are you ready to be all in? Yes. Are you ready to be all in about you? Tell us how we get there. Well, first, I got to ask you, what was the age of that threshold you promised to tell? Everything. What happens to me? What was your first major threshold where you started living the life that you were really? 20. When I turned 21, something happened when I turned 21, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. There was something. I can go back to a very young age and, and really see my life in tens. Yeah. I don't know why that is. I think it's different for everybody. My astrologer has a reason. I can't tell you what it is now. I don't remember. <laughs> but there are tens. There are things that have happened in, the, in those, those gaps, those 10 year yes. cycles. And so I remember when I was 20 and remember I was homeless at 17. And I, I happened to get a job at the phone company at 17, which saved my life. By the time I was 20, I had already been moving up the corporate. Yeah, I was a clerk. But something happened at 20 where I woke up and I said, man, I got to lighten up here with my lifestyle. I mean, I'm telling you, I was a crazy child. I was crazy. I would be, I worked three jobs so mm -hmm. that I could go into New York and I could do disco and party and oh. I remember my boss told me to come in for overtime on a Saturday. I came in right from New York, stinking of alcohol, and I was asleep at the water fountain waiting for the door to be unlocked. Okay, so with that 20. story that you just shared, what you're actually saying is you became aware, and the awareness was the first step to any kind of shift for you. Yep. You recognize something isn't quite the way I want it to be. Yep. And I would say that that is midlife's mantra. Would you there, not say? There you go. Life is not where I want it to be. I'm not where I thought I should be. And one of the things that uh, I wanted to talk about is we need to release the shoulds. 
We need to embrace the coulds. What could I do? What can I do? And release those shoulds. So we have to be aware of what shoulds are ruling our minds. What things are we saying to and about ourselves from day to day? Oh, you know, you're never going to get this. You're too old for this. You know, you, why don't you just quit? Th people talk to themselves like that. And if you talk to your friends like that, you'd have no friends. <laughs> but we'll say these horrible things to ourselves and we're all guilty of it. So the awareness, Pat, you're sharing your story and saying, okay, at 21 or 20, I became aware. Yeah. The awareness and the recognizing, it's recognizing what words do I use in relationship to myself or other women? Uh, what are my beliefs? What do I really believe about myself and my, my viability, my valuableness? What recurring emotions do I have? If in my family, you either poop or get off the pot. That's, yeah, exactly. That's or, phrase, or better right? yet, you make your bed, you sleep in it. Right. So change the bed, get a new bed. Why do we feel like we have, we don't have the option. We do have the option. And once we become aware that maybe we believe there's no hope for whatever reason, we begin to dig down and then we begin to regulate that. We have to disrupt the thinking. So when I say, for example, oh, why is that woman wearing that? You say, stop. Maybe she feels beautiful in that. There are women who wear a lot more makeup than they need to, but does it really matter? We get majoring in the minors and we get judgmental and critical in comparison when we really are fighting to avoid our own fears. That's what it comes down to. So as we become aware in our mindset, what we're mm -hmm. thinking, how we're thinking it and how it's manifesting itself in our words and our actions, the only person that has any impact on those outcomes are me. My husband's not going to be able to fix it. My job's not going to be able to fix it. My kids aren't going to be able to fix it. Not even doing something exciting is going to be able to fix it. At the end of the day, I'm still stuck with me and what I believe when I lay my head down on that pillow. Oh, boy. So that is what we're talking about. When the midlife mindset, it's the mantra of, oh, my life just didn't turn out the way I wanted it to be. And I've heard myself say that because <sighs> things there's wrenches thrown into the works, things that you didn't plan on. But really... We have the choice to honor the struggle, to choose the joy. One of my virtual mentors, Brendan Burchard, that's his yes. thing. Yes. The struggle, you know, we have to see the process. That is life. I like things to like, I like to accomplish it and move on. That's my personality. I've had to really grapple with the fact that life isn't like that. It's an ongoing process with steps and stages that we master, but there's always something coming behind it and we need to honor that struggle, right? So when, when we're aware, like you said, then you can go, do I like this? Is what I believe true? And is it really serving me? Maybe it serves you in a different life. You know, like when I was 10, maybe this belief protected me. Or maybe when I was 20, it was how I kept myself safe from a relationship yeah. or whatever. But is it serving you now? Once you become aware of it, you get to talk to it. And it's, you stop it from talking to you with the second step, which is regulating it. You disrupt that thought and say, you know what? I've listened to you long enough. I'm going to tell you how it is now. And you have to begin to tell yourself a different story. Why do I believe that? Isn't that interesting? Why, sorry, why do I, why do I believe that I can't do that thing? Is that really true? Will it be difficult? Maybe, but has difficult ever stopped us before? If any of us have had children, that was definitely not easy, but we did it anyway. And some people 
have five, six, 10 kids and they don't quit having kids just because it's difficult. Life is the same way. We need to start saying to ourselves, is this true? Do I want it to continue to be true? And is it serving me? If it's not, then we have to recognize, regulate, and then begin to reprogram. We have to start saying different things. Shut up, go sit down. I've listened to you for 30, 40, 50 years. This is what it's going to be. And now we know with neuroscience that it's 66 days of repetition before you actually create a new neural pathway. That's right. So if you've lived 60 years telling yourself, well, you know, I've only been a mom. I've only done this. I've only done that. I've got nothing left to give. Well, that's a deep neurological rut in your brain. It's like a physiological truth that you have to change. I don't care if you think you can't run a marathon, then walk around the block, right? Do something and don't set your goal so high right off the bat that you fail. It's fail fast, fail tiny, move, move forward and speak truth to yourself, not the truth that you've believed. Let go of those shoulds. If your life isn't where you want it to be, you have to know what you want it to be. So you have something to aim for. Somebody said to me, what are these phrases that the, there's phrases? Oh, gosh. I'd, Affirmations? Uh, no, there's phrases that we use in life, these mm -hmm. sayings, right? Mm -hmm. That we, okay, let me give you the saying, and I'll tell you what my life has been based on. This is really the, my, my, been my mantra. As I look back, this is how I, this is what I know about this statement I'm about to make that yeah. has allowed me to achieve phenomenal success. My mama used to say it along with the bed stuff. Linda, this is for you. Now I know why I put so much time and effort into what I put on my bed, bamboo sheets, the whole thing, cause of that, you make your bed thing. That just hit me. Ignorance is bliss. Yes. I love that phrase. Now, many people would say, Pat, seriously? Okay, stupid and ignorance are not the same, look them up. Right. But you know what I like about the ignorance is what you're talking about, right? There's one factor in there that enabled me to beat the odds. It really has. And when people hear my story, they give me a lot of reasons, but it's this one thing, ignorance. See, I didn't know. I didn't know. I had no idea that there were rules in the game that I was supposed to follow or I wouldn't be able to get this. I thought my life, my entire life, and even today, I don't look at the rules of the game. Right. I don't understand them. So the fact that I was homeless and happened to get a job by Dara Stoner in the phone company at 17, who looked at me one day right? I had applied for the phone job before my mom kicked me out. My, my stepmom kicking me out at 17 was the best thing she ever did for me. Throwing my stuff out on the street. Boom. Best thing I could have ever learned. Cause I would be dead like all my other siblings right now. Cause they didn't get that same thing. So the deal with this is applied for the job. Mama said to me, apply for the phone company. They never fire anybody. Go so I applied before I got thrown out. And, and that was a true thing. I applied, got the job. Somehow, Doris Stoner, go in for the interview, and she looks at me, and I'm like, think about how old I was back then. The makeup, the hair, the whole thing, right? <laughs> Just like, 
just like, I look like I was like, what? She said to me, I don't know why I'm going to hire you. You are out 48 days in your senior year. I don't even know why you thought you could get a job with this company. I remember these words, mm. you know, 48 days in your senior year of high school, a corporation like ours doesn't hire people that are out 48 days. And you went to summer school. That's why you actually couldn't start with us to graduate. But I'm going to hire you anyway. See, that's an example. Because if I'd have looked at that, my past, our past does not set a precedence for our present or our future. Preach that. And yes. if we as women do not help other women recreate our stories of limitation, and that thing led me to there, led me to my next job, led me to play in a sport that I was told I was too old to play in, in the 20s. I got one of the top athletes national champion in Ghana who wanted to play with me because I showed up in a full cast one day because nobody said I couldn't play ping pong in a full cast. <laughs> <laughs> but see, we've lost the art of possibility. Gina, tell us about this. We've got to help each other with this now because what you're talking about is in this, this beautiful shell called possibility. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it goes all the way back to what we believe that equals our possibility. We Thank will you. never outlive, outact, outbehave our belief system. Thank you. So if, if I head for something and I start to get some success and then all of a sudden I find myself falling off of that, you know, step, it's most likely because I don't believe I'm worthy of that. You see, Pat, it comes down to worthiness. Yeah. We have somehow agreed to some standard, some invisible standard of worthiness and value. For some people, it's the people in their lives that are telling them they're not valuable. For some people, they've just picked it up kind of because of the behaviors of the people around. It doesn't matter how they got to it, but the fact of the matter is many women don't even think they have the worth to go after yeah. that. Yeah. Literally you, see it as an impossibility. But let's talk about the work you do in this way. Yeah. I've been yeah. very fortunate, and, I, and, and I'm going to summarize it very quickly. I was very fortunate to have angels show up in my life that believed in me and had faith in me when I didn't in myself. Yes. Linda, who you met, Yes. Been my best friend since 1972. Her family literally took me in. And her mother and father treated, I could, didn't know how to set a table. I mean, you have to know where I came from, right? Project kid, street kid, homeless kid. I meet this Linda family, middle class, New Jersey. Her dad was the mayor. And here I am a friend of hers having dinner with these people and I, I I'm literally not cutting my meat. Okay. I mean, this is true story, but they didn't look at me like that. See, we as women have to stop looking at each other as not being enough. That's where we have to start, start today. Absolutely. We have to start there. Mm -hmm. We do. And like I was saying earlier, when we look at someone and judge them, we really need to stop and look at that judgment and how it reflects our own inner struggle. Yeah. I, I'm creating a special rubber band. Rubber band? Yes. Right? 
Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're going to create it for a um, donation. And the rubber band is it's the, such a good know, tool. Right. And you know how you snap it when, I don't know, what do they use it for smoking? I, this or, gonna, or even a belief system. Anytime that's you do what something, we're do, you exactly. Stop. That's what it's going to be. It's called the possibility band. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Because I don't even want you to think about why you're snapping the band. So here's the thing. You're talking about what I hear you saying, Dr. Pat, is you're saying we're going to focus on the positive. What happens is we spend too much time thinking about the negative, the shoulds, the failures. Our history is not our destiny unless we allow it to be. When we choose to allow our history to be our destiny, that is our choice. We are no longer a victim. Once we've become aware of something and we don't like it, and we're making a choice, we don't get to blame anybody else. We don't get to be a victim. Each one of the women listening to your voice and my voice right now has the power within them to make this shift. They're no longer ignorant of the fact that possibility exists for every single human. I firmly believe that everyone is born on purpose for a purpose, everyone. It does not matter what has happened to you. It does not matter what income bracket you're from, whether it's high or low, it doesn't matter because you are inherently valuable because you're human. Yeah. Somebody also, I get asked a lot of questions these days. I don't do many interviews. I'm rarely on other people's show, but every once in a while, somebody will say, be on my show. I was asked a question. Oh, the question was, what do you think? Oh my gosh. It was, it was more like, what do you think women need to be more of? And, you know, my original answer was going to be nothing, but then I had an answer. I said, here's what I do to help help women. I work with women that are addicts, alcoholics in recovery, all sorts of walks in life. And the one thing I say to them out of the gate, I says, I need to know if everybody here will agree to work on one thing. Can you please become coachable? Yes. You understand? Coachable? Mm-hmm. Coachable. Because the day I became coachable, I asked for help. Yeah. I, and isn't that the work you do to it say is. to people, I'm going to be, it's like, Gina, you're saying to women, I'm going to meet you where you are. And it doesn't matter where you are, but I'm going to meet you where you are, but I want to take you where you can go. That's it. You see, well, I don't have the answers, Dr. Pat. I have the tools and resources to help you find the answers that will help that woman get to where she wants to get. And then she has to change the way she thinks. The external will not exceed the internal belief. So this is what I do. I help people identify what's happening up here. Where are you? Where do you want to be? What's it going to take here to get you there? Let's talk about taking our power back because that's something you do. Yes, it is. I'd like to hear you talk about that because you know I shared with you, I got a lot of grief for calling the show Power Up. (laughs) Why? The word power. Oh, Sorry. (laughs) Don't get me caught. Don't get me started on some. I got to get you started a little bit in the time we have left because (laughs) you help people take their power back. I do. Have you ever, I've been, I've been in front of women where I say today, we're going to talk about taking your power back. And they're like, Oh, you know, it's funny that you say that because I've never used that vernacular, but it's exactly what I do. Yep. You know, one of the questions I ask people on a regular basis is, is that the outcome you want? Is this situation working the way you'd like it to? And they're like, well, no. I'm like, so what would you like it to be? And what are you going to do about it? Because really, 
I'm not your mom and I'm not a therapist. You're not going to lay on my couch. We might have a moment of dealing with something and dig down deep and figure out where that thing got its hook in your heart. We're going to unhook it and move on because you have something to accomplish. So taking your power back, even recognizing that you have power. Dr. Pat, some people don't even know that yet. They're not even aware that that exists yeah. for them. Took me a lot of years. It took me the loss of my job. And this was at my fourth threshold change. In 1992, it took me the loss of a job. Remember my mom's promise, you'll never get fired. It took that to really shake me up. Because at the end of the day, like I said, who am I? How do I want to show up in the world? I got to wake up and go to bed with me. And the only person who has any impact on that at the end of the day is me. So that awareness piece, if we, if we could get women to become aware that there's possibility, become aware that they have power. I'm with you. And they don't have to be aggressive. See, that's the other thing. Oh, well, you don't want to be aggressive. You don't want to be too assertive. You don't want people to be, you know, intimidated because I, a lifetime of you're really intimidating oh i'm sorry i just walked into the room like what are you talking about i get that all the time i'm like like oh my god you're really intimidating and you're unapproachable i said i'm a i'm a quadruple introvert come on cut me a little break <laughs> well i'm an i'm a quadruple extrovert and they still say that <laughs> oh my god gina i hope you'll come back uh thank you for today um I, Please give out your website. I've got one last question for you. I'd love to know what your personal message is, what you'd like to leave us with. And thank you for everything you're doing in the world. And tell people how to listen to the podcast. Okay. So if you head to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, or Stitcher, you can put in Feminine Roadmap. Or you can just go directly to my website at www.feminineroadmap.com. And what I would like to leave with people is, first of all, Go to that link that's going to be in the show notes and go get that 30-minute call with me because we can start that journey right away. Second of all, you have value. No one gets to decide your value but you. You're here for a purpose, on purpose. If you're here listening, breathing, eating, and taking up space in this world, then you have something you need to accomplish and your voice matters. We are like a great big puzzle. When one piece pulls out, we never get the whole picture. So please trust that you are here for a purpose and you're worthy and you're enough just the way you are. I love it. Thank you, Gina. Thank you so much for all that you do. My pleasure. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to share my passion. Yeah. And by the way, we're going to have Gina back because, you know, we're just warming up here. I'm Dr. Pat. And yes, power up. We're going to announce a new date, new time. Also, I want to make everybody aware of you did hear me say this the other day. We are launching the wealth channel, TTR wealth, W-E-A-L-T-H. That's what we're launching probably in about a month. Uh, people want to talk about money. I love it. But thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. We'll see you next time.